0: Welcome to Along For The Ride, your Leicester Riders podcast. I'm Greg, as always, joined by Mark.
1: Hello, Mark. Hello, Greg. How are you this evening? I'm very good. Good. You do sound um, upbeat and positive. Upbeat and positive. Whoops. I don't know why I'm there. Carried, carried away, as usual, with a Car- deck.
0: Carried away. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enunciated that correctly. <laughs> yes. Um, Obviously, um, lots going on in the Riders universe in the past week or so. So, what is on the slate for today?
1: Yeah, as usual, lots of things have been happening. Of course, we're going to spend, I suppose, much of uh, this particular ep- episode reflecting on that great away win in the trophy. It's a trophy game, of course. Yeah, first round. Uh, yeah, first round. Uh, we're up in Manchester, coming away with a nice one-one-four-one-zero-seven. I should have said 114, really. Yeah, 114 at 107 overtime victory uh, which is was really nice we're going to talk about that
0: yeah the games in Manchester are always so so boring it turns out
1: <laughs> yes yeah, it's great entertainment up there it's, I suppose in some ways it was it was nice on a Sunday but more of that to come um, and we're going to hear from uh, coach Rob about that um, I had a chance to talk to him and Mark Loving a little bit later so I'm going to talk to him as well
0: yeah I, I think he played pretty well that's the rumour yes. I've heard yes seriously
1: yeah, yeah, that's did.
0: That's the word on the grapevine.
1: Yes, yes, really well. And um, a little bit of discussion regarding, I don't know, is it becoming a bit of a theme? You know, You know. do you remember a few weeks ago, um, Coach Rob was talking to me and he talked about his um, college Coach, and the issue related to you could tell what sort of mood mood. how much wax he had in his hair, moose, moose, that was yeah, moose in his hair. So, um, there's a little bit of conversation regarding hairstyles, um, today as well. Okay, which is no surprise. So, we a little bit about that. Um, what else we got? Um, yeah, so mainly Manchester, and then
0: a little sprinkle of looking forward to Cheshire Phoenix, yes, and of course, our WBBL team's been in action. In the big one. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll get on to that. Starting off with the Riders' leaderboard, there's been some changes on the leaderboard. So, So we're going to have a catch-up.
1: Yeah, we're in the second half of the season now, aren't we? So, there's been some subtle movements. Yeah, absolutely. So, points leader is now Zach
0: Jackson, averaging 15.6 points a game, the big country. Yes,
1: is um, the big country. Is I think he's been playing fantastically well. Um, I mean, all seasons, but I think I think I don't know. To me, this 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 season, to mm. me, um, he's kind of um, pushed on, Absolutely. Uh, pushed on, and his his, his all round game, I think, is is noticeably at a higher level. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously. Gino Crandell was a big loss, we, you know, getting away yes, from that. Yes. I think Zach's definitely stepped up and been one of, if not the guy, in his absence. He's really took that role uh, on and, and flourished. So, yeah, fantastic work from Zach. In the rebounding department, 6.6 rebounds a game, sees the president, Darian Nelson Henry, leading us in the rebounding. Yeah. And at 3.2 assists a game, Nimble Kimble, the butcher McKenzie... Averaging 3.2 assists a game is our assist leader. He's dishing
1: them out. Yeah, so that requires a bit of a... <laughs> yes, all round for for those guys. So they're the current uh, leaderboarders, p- leading players on the riders' rosters at this moment in time.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the categories are actually really tight. I think we've got points as 15.6 and the third player's on 15 flat. So, as always, riders
1: looking to spread the load. Mm-hmm. And I guess we
0: travel back through time and to the Northwest.
1: Okay, so we're going to start reflecting on the game
0: up in Manchester. Yeah, as we said, a really boring game up in Manchester. Yes, yes. Um, one period of overtime. Um, Ryder's taking the win,
1: 114-107. A debut for Devontae Bandu. Yes, yeah, yeah. Who I think, uh, I think he played about 11 minutes, just under 11 minutes. Um, As often the case uh, with, with coach Rob. Um, doesn't throw his players in at the deep end. Um, He likes to try and slowly integrate him into systems, gives them time to um, get the feet, get used to the kind of the systems that they're running. So um, he came off the bench. No great surprise it would do that. And um, I thought he looked, um, you know, the 11th, minutes that he did he looked really good um, and actually one thing that did catch my eye particularly I thought is I think he got three rebounds which mm. which you know, I know people are always kind of looking for the eye-catching bucket scored really but I think he got three three boards and he, he was going after it when, you know, on loose balls and I thought um, yeah you know that, that says something to me Absolutely. Much more to come, I think we're yeah, going to say.
0: Absolutely. We know Rob loves to throw his players in and Rob can throw him in. He spoke about that before and how he's been a player and been in that situation. So he tries to look after the players in the way that in which he wanted to be looked after as a player. And it's Coach Rob that we're going to speak to. He's going to review the game, talk a little bit about that, look a little bit forwards towards the Cheshire game. And one of the star performers of the day, Mark Lovings, also going to stop by for a quick chat.
1: So, Rob, we need to start with uh, quickly reviewing Sunday's great uh, performance and win, 114 to 107 up at Manchester. What was your take on that great performance?
2: Yeah, watching that game back, I thought it was a fun game to watch, really, uh, from a spectator standpoint. Knowing that we already won, sitting down on my sofa watching that back, it was um, some great basketball being played, some great individual play. Uh, I didn't realize how many tough shots were made, especially for them. They made so many tough shots and so many big plays. But, um, yeah, I'm proud of the way the guys responded. Um, You know, difficult situation again up there late in games. We came up with the plays we needed. And I thought over time we really held our nerve when we had to. uh, an an important win. You know, cup competition, you want to keep going. So, you know, I thought that um, we did a really good job closing that one out.
1: Couple of players um, had double doubles. I uh, need to mention probably Mark Loving with his new hairstyle as well. I wonder wonder whether that contributed to his great performance. Uh, Thirty two and thirteen. How was he able to just knock down and look so aggressive um, on Sunday? Do you think?
2: You know, I thought he got some really good opportunities early, and um, you know he got himself going there. But I thought the the ball movement was excellent in the game, and I think that. Um, you know, Mark really was taking good shots. You know, when you look at it, I, I'm not sure exactly how many shots he took, maybe 15 or something like that. But, um, you know, it wasn't a high, high volume. But, uh, you know, just getting great looks, and Mark's the kind of guy that lets the game come to him. And um, sometimes it's right there, and, and it came to him on that day. But I think he's done such a good job this year of not only shooting the ball, like off the catch, but off the dribble, making plays, making passes, finishing around the basket. Uh, his game just continues to grow and grow.
1: And we go into overtime and how much does it become almost an attritional game at that point, do you think, Rob?
2: Yeah, I think that um you know they played a lot of guys heavy minutes. We did too, uh, you know, but we did have more bench and I think that probably helped us out in the overtime. I thought Connor coming into the game in overtime fresh, you know, he's able to come and play a little bit, you know, better defense all over Fletcher a little bit at times, making him work. But, um, yeah, it, uh, it was definitely a, a game for the, 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 the players that had stamina, you know. And I think one of the most underrated uh, attributes a basketball player can have is stamina. And when you come down to those uh, late-game situations, I like the look of uh, a lot of our guys that played heavy minutes. They look like they had a great stamina. Of
1: course, it was the f- kind of debut for Devontae and Bandu. Um, what did you th- of what's your assessment of his kind of contribution during the game, Rob?
2: Yeah, I thought he looked really good, and in, in the minutes that he played, uh, you know, he made plays. He uh, had a, a, a couple threes, maybe go in and out, but um, you know, I think you could see what he can do. He, he's he can do a lot of different things. Get to the basket, great shooter. Uh, Can make passes, made a great pocket pass to Jabril in the second half. It's about stamina with him now. You know, he hasn't played in game action in so long that, um, you know, this is a big week for him coming this week to to ramp that up a bit. But, um, yeah, I I, I liked what I saw from him. He had just arrived and, uh, yeah, he was able to contribute in a big game.
1: So that leads us on to back to BBL Championship. We're playing the Phoenix this this coming week. It's third versus uh, fourth. Uh, they're on a nice bit of a run. Um, do you see using Devante a little bit more? Kind of, say you talked about ramping up his usage. And how do you see this forthcoming game?
2: Yeah, I say definitely try to use him a bit more. Certainly, um, you know, this week in practice, he's looking good. I mean, there's still a lot to, to know play-wise and all the stuff that we do. Um, but just trying to get the balance right with the team. But, uh, yeah, I would assume that uh, he gets a lot more minutes and um, he'll be aggressive. You know, we love him aggressive. Playing Cheshire, I don't really look at the, I mean, standings, you know, like more of a loss column standings. Are they are they fourth in the loss column? I'm not sure. They're 9-9, nine and nine, but I do know they're the hottest, one of the hottest teams right now. They've won maybe four in a row. And I like the roster. When you look at it, I think they have some real speed and athleticism. You know, when you look at it with Larry Austin, Marcus Evans, Jamel Anderson, Teague up front is fast as well. Um, you know they, they have a bunch of guys that can um, get up and down the floor and uh, you know make it a tough game for you.
1: We played them down here um, re- quite recently in November, and it was my memory was was a very tight game. I think we just won by four points. We know we know it's going to be a tough one.
2: Yeah, they got good uh, veteran leadership over there, too. I think Jamel's been a great signing for them. He's having a really good season. Uh, Coach Thomas usually gets his team going in certain times of the year where they get going. Uh, I think they've recruited pretty well with their players this year, too. You know, And and then you, know, you talk about Austin. He's an X-Factor player, Larry Austin. I mean, he just continues to put up numbers. He plays hard, plays to win. So, yeah, I think they're one of the tougher teams in the league to play, and, and, and it was evident when they came in here last time and went right to the wire.
1: Finally, then Rob um, have to kind of mention it. Um, it's been all over the internet. Birthday last Monday, just gone. I think it's a five wasn't it? So, so kind of. Um, how much more was it enjoyable to watch the game back or on Monday? Um, or what do you have on the Patanastro birthday buffet?
2: First off, um, I told my wife like a few weeks ago that I'm not interested in numbers for this birthday. Letters are fine. You could put letters up on the wall, like H A P P Y, you know, whatever. And but I don't want to see any numbers. But, man, I've seen that number a lot. <laughs> it's everywhere. I can't get it I wake up in the morning, it's right next to me with a card there. I, I come downstairs, there's a poster with it on. So, Internet, it's all over. But uh, all kidding aside, it was awesome. Uh, my wife threw a surprise party for me. And, um yeah, it was great to have a lot of people there that, um, you know, are friends of ours. And my wife was incredible what she was able to do with that. I was genuinely surprised. They've never had a surprise party in my life. And, uh, you know, I opened the door where we were, and there there they all were. So, uh, yeah, it was an awesome, awesome birthday weekend and made better by winning Sunday. When I first saw that fixture come out, I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, my birthday's the next day of a knockout game. Like, well, how would that feel? And... Uh, I felt good the next day waking up knowing we won. And, um, you know, my wife's through such a good weekend for me. So it was all good.
1: Great. So um, thanks for that then, Rob. And we'll see you Friday and best of luck.
2: All right, cool. Can't wait.
1: Thanks. Cheers, Rob. So, Mark, just have to talk a little bit about um, Sunday's great game and your performance, double-double, 32-13, double, 77% from the three-point line. How did you see the game?
3: Um, I mean... It's always a battle every time we go to Manchester. Um, last time it was an overtime game as well, and uh, I just felt like uh, we had a lot of shots that were going in and out, so it was just a matter of time. Um, my teammates were putting me in really good positions, screening well, uh, passing the ball really well, and I was just able to knock down some shots.
1: Absolutely great performance. Um, when it goes into overtime, what's what's from a player's perspective, what are you thinking? Is you think, oh my God, it's attritional, it's hard, it's tough? Or kind of what, what's your thoughts around when it goes into that extra period?
3: Um, I'm not really thinking uh, too deeply into it. Um, I just think uh, we probably got five more minutes to figure it out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I try not to stress too much about it. Uh, just go in with, a, with the same mindset, uh, like it's the last five minutes of the fourth quarter.
1: Okay, okay, and um, I just I just wanted to talk, uh, kind of mention really, because I feel it's quite important. This this week, on Monday, um, back home, USA, MLK Day, Martin Luther King. So, what what is it like for a, a young uh, Black American uh, for Martin Luther King Day, and how's it celebrated back home, uh, Mark?
3: Um. I'm not too familiar with uh how it's celebrated back home. Um uh, I know people recognize the day for sure. Um but uh we learned a lot about Martin Luther King growing up and um there are a lot of things that I agree and don't disagree with, but I am uh pleased to know that the impact that he had um and uh I think it's a it's a cool thing.
1: Okay, so we're back to BBL Championship um action on Friday night. We've seen the Cheshire Phoenix. We've seen them not too long ago, and it was a, my memory was a very tight game. Thoughts about coming up back into BBL cha- Championship action?
3: Uh, yeah, like you said, um, the last time we played Cheshire, they were um, a very scrappy physical team, and uh, I, I plan on them being the same. Um, I think they lead the league in steals, um, so it'll be key for us to take care of the ball and uh, protect our home court.
1: Absolutely. And I guess finally, uh, Mark, then, uh, and it will be remiss of me not to ask you about your hair. Um, lots of comments on there. Looks great. Fantastic. Um, thoughts around that?
3: Uh, yeah it just it just happened it was just a timing thing uh just i guess just let it breathe for a second so <laughs> it happened uh, a lot of people were saying uh the threes were going in because of the hair so I, i'll take it if that's the case <laughs> okay so we
1: we'll would like to see it the rest of the way Do you think
3: uh, i don't know maybe maybe <laughs>
1: okay thanks for your time mark really appreciate it and good luck friday
3: thank you appreciate it
0: so the thoughts of, of of Rob looking back and obviously uh, able to enjoy the game on his, or watching it back on his birthday, the the debut of of I guess Afro Mark,
1: <laughs> Afro,
0: Mark. Afro Mark, we've got yeah, Hoodie yeah, Mello yeah. and Afro Mark, the sharpshooting. Yeah, yeah. King, seventy-seven yeah. percent from three-point line is awesome. Awesome, uh, obviously had a weekend game, a Sunday game, and I think it looked like we had a pretty decent traveling support once again up in Manchester.
1: We did uh, a nice, healthy traveling band of of, of people, um, and actually, can you remember, can you remember, uh, was it? Did we talk about it last week when we went down to Bristol? And I did yeah. that quick survey in terms of the age the average age and it was a of a certain age uh, I 68 I think it was was it yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay 68 thank you for reminding me uh, and 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 um, obviously uh, one of our listeners um, Jim yeah Jim 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 M, yeah, um, the old wag. Um, he, he put um oh, he, he kind of he coined us now, which I, I kind of quite like. He coined um that particular group of of travelling people, the Patanastro pensioners. Yeah, so, so I, I quite like that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so Patanastro pensioners, PP, the PP club, maybe. the PP club. Maybe you can get
0: a sponsorship by Tenor and get T shirts made or something. Maybe. Maybe so. Um, and um, obviously, getting particularly vocal, the bench was getting up. I, I saw Fletcher step out of bounds, Mo yes. Walker jumping up and giving giving the signal to suggest it was out of bounds. And when players were stepping up to the free-throw line, you were making a right racket.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, did it come across um, on the old UT that we're trying to? And, and kind of one of the things that we kind of... Um, kind of fell upon was the a ten count um, could you talking about tenor? <laughs> there's, an, there's, <laughs> there's a, another link there's another link there uh, it's tenuous I know <laughs>
0: giving yourself a round of applause <laughs> <laughs> seriously
1: yeah trying to be so, so we, we kind of we fell upon um I think mainly in in overtime, if memory serves, that um, when the Giants were at the line, Mm. we started um, shouting out, and everybody jumped on board with with this, so thank you for all the supporters that travelled, counting out a fairly rapid 10 count. Now, now, where does this come from? Um, so I did say I think I'd talk about this on on this week 's pod um everybody who, who d- does know me really well knows um you know a massive n b a fan and my team is Milwaukee books uh, and it has been for twenty five years and one of the you know current greatest players in the nBA stroke world is Janice Antetokounmpo. yeah? yeah Janice. yeah so so who's a great great player Awesome. Um, the if Greek it's, freak. The Greek freak, yeah, absolutely. I guess if there's one slightly, um, uh, I say weakness, is that the right word? But things, things he's, he sometimes struggles with is his free-throw shooting. Mm. Okay, so during big games, I'm particularly thinking about the playoff series that they get involved in. Um He goes to the free-throw line and he really takes his time because yeah. he's very deliberate and actually probably overthinks it. Yeah. Um, you know, probably takes too long. And um, within the NBA, you only have... 10 seconds to get your free throw shut up mm. Yeah, okay. and is is the only player that I've ever seen and I've been watching basketball for 32 33 years um, home and away uh, NBA, um, that ever gets penalised for taking longer than 10 seconds, which obviously is a source of frustration for him, for the club and I've never seen any other player get called for that um, and as part of in playoff games, usually away when he's up at Toronto or somewhere like that uh, or Boston, yeah. um, the supporters. Once he catches the ball, all the crowd start shouting out one, two, three. You know, to, to ramp up the pressure on 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 him to to make the free throw. So I was sat watching. The game on Sunday, and I just began to notice. I thought Dirk Williams, great shooter, fantastic shooter, was was a little bit slow in um, taking his free throws. So um, the person next to me, Chris, who kind of um, shares my my love and support of the Milwaukee Bucks and Janice, um, said, Let, "Let's just." You know, start calling him out, um, start shouting out the seconds he takes to, to take his free, free throws. And we just started that. And uh, all the great travelling support just, just jumped on board and yeah. kind of started shouting you out could, 10 did, as well. Did they go along for the ride? They did go along for the ride. <laughs> um, uh, brilliantly. And actually, from that point on, I think Dirk missed his second one and he's a good free throw shooter. Yeah. And then the next, Robinson.
0: Anthony Roberson,
1: Yeah, he went to the line four times and under the pressure of the 10 count, he missed... All four. He missed all four. So that, that's the story of it. You only have... NBA, 10 seconds. Yeah,
0: we play under the banner of FIBA, so actually in the BBL, you only get five seconds. Five seconds.
1: I've never seen it ever called. Very, very rare. Yeah, never called. But uh, it's interesting, you say it's five in the BBL. So we'll need to keep an eye on that. And I guess on on important free throws Mm. um, over time or towards the business end of games, let's keep an eye on it. And if we want to start shouting out 10, it just adds to the... To the theatre, the pressure on the player on the line.
0: Yeah, it was a as you say, it was a pretty rapid count. Um, I have to say, there was a, I heard you get to eight a few times. I think by ten, Anthony Roberson had normally missed. So um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm not sure you ever got to ten. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, um, certainly seemed to put him under the pressure, and uh, he. Uh, he uh, buckled a little bit on that day from the line. He did,
1: he did. So, so yes, we'll use that again, but at strategic times, I think. Strategic. Uh, I'm I'm
0: thinking a, a cup final countdown.
1: Mm, yes, yeah. Um, certain players who might once they catch the ball start cutting. and it'll be a it'll be a quick ten. Yeah, quick ten. Okay, yeah. So that's that was the story of that. And I suppose anything else I need to say about the Manchester game at all? Um, yeah, it's just it's just you know, kind of was traveling back um, with uh, with Karen, my wife, and Chris, Chris from Stonygate. Chris from Stonygate. And I was thinking, I was just, I was just, I was just kind of uh, feeling elated. I think that's the word, elated. elated. Yeah, it's a nice word. You got a dictionary for Christmas? <laughs> uh, euphoric. Ooh. slightly euphoric, yeah, yeah, no substances involved, as you know, yeah. um, so euphoric elated, and, and then it. I did say I'd say this this story, and Chris will deny it verminently, but it kind of, you're feeling positive, you're feeling upbeat, you've won in overtime, and um, onto the radio came Barry Manilow's song, uh, and it was just perfect to me, travelling home, away, having beaten Manchester in overtime, and onto the radio comes Barry Manilow, and we we're swaying from side to side in a safe way on a motorway. We we're swaying on side to side. We almost, I almost had the the light on my phone just to give it that sense of, and it was just a Barry moment, and it, and it felt very special.
0: Yeah, well, we've had a few Barry moments over the years at Riders, but they're normally Barry Lamble rather Absolutely. than Barry Manilow. Yeah. So shout out to the former captain, Mr. Lamble. Yes, um, I'm
1: interested now. What song was playing? It was. Um, who is it? Is it um, Who writes the songs? I think something like that. I mean, it could be right. It could be yeah, completely yeah, wrong. Yeah, My yeah, knowledge yeah, of Barry yeah. Manilow is that yes. his first name's
0: Barry, yes. and his last name's Manilow, and that could be a stage name for all I know.
1: So, so we know we know um, there's a strong relationship between basketball and music. That, that, that and, and people have all their favourites. And um, but I think I'm going to advocate for some at some point between now and the end of the season. At some point during the game, we play a bit of Barry. A bit of Barry. A bit of Barry, yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Could it be magic?
0: Could it be magic?
1: Could it be magic? I think it probably often is. Yeah,
0: there you go. Uh, obviously, that's the Manchester game. and Manchester's local rivals, Cheshire Phoenix, are next in town for the Riders.
1: They are. Uh, so, hopefully, you've got your
0: tickets for this coming Friday. In terms of getting your tickets, a lot of you may, because a lot of you probably have, have, have bought through the Morningside Arena before, have the text message. Um... Mine says Greg because that's my name. Are you interested in coming to the the Riders versus Cheshire game, first BBL game of the league game of the of, of, the, of the year? Sorry, not season. Calendar year, calendar year, twenty twenty three, the year of Jordan. Um, <laughs> yes. um Now one interesting person received this text and they shared it on Twitter you may have seen it yourself I did not a certain Mr Jamel Anderson received this text asking if he wanted to come and come down to the Riders Cheshire game um, which he shared on Twitter seeing if his schedule's free so I've got a lot of good authority that Jamel Anderson
1: might be there okay right well I guess it would help them if he were
0: yeah absolutely being one of their key players and having a fantastic season so far yeah yeah yeah. and obviously a Riders fan's favourite Jamel Um, and recent Commonwealth Gold medalist, of course.
1: Of course, yeah. He ought to bring his medal down, flash it around a bit, didn't he?
0: Yeah, or play yeah. with it on, just like, tr- yeah. you know, bit of bling yeah. for the game.
1: Yeah. And that and that just reminds me, and it's been done before. Do you remember back, back, oh, I don't know what year it was, do you remember Steve Bucknell? Steve Bucknell yeah. at the John Sanford. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know Steve Bucknell, one of the great, um, great GB player, basketball players. Commonwealth Games. Briefly LA Laker, of course. Yes, briefly LA Laker. Um, was it was it a Commonwealth Games? It was A Commonwealth Games medal. Team team, not team, a three yeah, on three. Yeah, full five v five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a silver medal
0: if memory serves. I was
1: I, want, I was going to say bronze, but um, I could be wrong. But, he, but but whatever model it model medal it was, he, yeah. he brought it down to John Sanford, and we had a good look at it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was really impressive. I think it had the the engraved round the side. It certainly had. Not sure if it had his name, but it had the event engraved yes, around the side. Right, it was really right. impressive. Yes. Um, the most impressive thing that you could probably see it, John Sanford, because it was,
1: it was a great place to play. But it was a little really, bit falling down. We love John Sanford. We do. And to be honest with you, I guess it's the closest. Let's be honest, the closest we're ever going to get to a medal, isn't it, Greg? That's, Honestly, that's true. <laughs> Unless we buy our own. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So looking forward to Phoenix. Um, okay. So really, just. Um, I think we ought to mention the um, WBBL team as yeah, well. We yeah,
0: we mentioned all, when we were at the top, of, You know, we were talking about what's on the slate. They took, play, uh, took part, even, in the big one up in Newcastle. Over 1,300 yes. fans in attendance up in Manchester to see...
1: Newcastle, even.
0: Yeah, Newcastle even. You're yeah.
1: getting my um your my problems.
0: I, I am. <laughs> well, which is you know, it's a terrifying thought. Yes. Um up, up in, in Newcastle. Newcastle, the northeast, not the northwest. Yeah. So that's the East Midlands Northeast derby, the East East derby I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah.
1: they won 60 to 82. 62. Quite comfortably, I think. Yeah, I
0: think they, they got up fairly early and then seemed to manage the game um pretty well. Uh Oleana Squires um as usual, leading the scoring, nine teams points personal. Emma Fee off the bench four 14 points as well and Ashley Allen 9.7 rebounds. So some fantastic performances from the ladies. Um and one player who didn't lead the scoring but got the first triple-double of the WBL season. Mackenzie Johnston. That's
1: was that the first triple-double of the season in the WBBL i believe yeah wow wow that's. Uh, I, I thought that was just for her but no it's for the across the oak uh... i believe it's across the okay, whole that, season so far very, I, I mean why am i even questioning that cuz it's it's not it's never easy to, to get a, a triple double is it
0: no i mean other than when russell westbrook was doing everything at oklahoma at city pomp. yeah yes. um not many people get them they're difficult to come back
1: absolutely okay so um, just a quick shout out then um, because their next home game is this coming Saturday so we men's play Friday night women's play Saturday up at Loughborough at the Netball Centre
0: hosting the Sheffield Hatters yes it's a big game promises to be a a big game Sheffield look like a tough a tough uh, outfit you know talented side themselves
1: They're both sitting in the second position jointly with the same win loss record so that's why it's such a big game so whoever wins that one's going to be owning that second spot uh, independently
0: yeah, and I think they've almost, in terms of the cup final, which we might be talking about in a minute, um, they've had January's almost provided them with the perfect preparation. They came in, they had the the Essex week weekend where they took on Oakland's and they were, had a very dominant win, which allowed them to blow off some cobwebs. They've played up in Newcastle in front of a big crowd, which will obviously help prepare them for for the Birmingham Arena, and then they're going to play a real tough team in Sheffield before the cup final in yeah. in, in um, against London Lions. So. It, as preparations go and as
1: months go, it probably couldn't get much better for them. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's all all big weekend this weekend, but both men's and women's team have got a, a, a full week uh, of preparation for the big final event that comes on the 29th in Birmingham. Yes. Um, Birmingham, 29th
0: of January. As we said, um, I believe there is still some tickets left.
1: I do. I hardly believe that I can hardly uh, believe some that Some
0: tickets left right. Last time I saw it it said less than 100 and I've not seen them sold out so uh, make sure you get in contact or go on to the website riders.basketball make sure you get there it'll be a fantastic day Riders aim to do the double the WBBL and then the BBL Cup imagine if we did
1: both and you missed it how would how you feel? Yeah you'd be sick as a You'd be sick as a teddy dog, wouldn't as, you? As a teddy. As, as a, a teddy. As a teddy dog.
0: Yeah, talking about teddy. Go um, on. BFG is adamant yeah. that he's going to win employee of is the it? year over Teddy.
1: Okay, we'll have to. He, he needs to up his game then to be able to do that, I think. Yeah, he said, yeah, yeah, Teddy's
0: yeah. here and I'm up here. Sorry. Okay, right. So there we, go. There we um, go. And then obviously for the cup final, we made a bit of a plea, a bit of a pod we plea. We
1: did. We did a pod plea um, on last last week's edition and I'm pleased to hear that the the certainly uh, on Sunday the Patanostro pensioners mm. have have kind of spoke to me told me we've had text messages come in yeah. only today yeah. to say I am balloon ready. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. I think
0: number of people said they've got fifty. Yes, people sharing on Twitter they've got some. I know Jackie R shared on Twitter that she's yeah. got some. So, Hello, Jackie, hopefully, lots of balloons. But yeah, if you've not got any, make sure you try and get some not as many red yeah. balloons as possible. Absolutely in the Birmingham Arena. Yeah. Um, um, it, It'd be, like, it'd be a terrible event if you scare the clowns because it remind you of it. But apart from that, it'll create a great atmosphere. Uh, yes, for, yeah. for the for for the guys and the girls as they step out onto the floor.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, I suppose it's a bit tough, isn't it? Because I was I initially hearing you say that I was going to just use them for the men, really. Um, well, we'll have to give some give that some thought. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're going to be live on Sky. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And we're gonna. We're gonna show the the um, line support such as it is, um, that you know, we're the biggest show in time in terms of supporter base. Absolutely. So so brilliant, yeah. Um so if you if you're unsure where to get red balloons from your local Internet marketplace, yeah. That begins. So South American river begins with A. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the place to go. Really cheap. Get yeah. fifty um, for virtually no money at all. Yeah. Like so three, why should? Why shouldn't you? Literally two three pounds. Okay. So, um and I suppose talking to next week's pod, um, we'll be. I'm hoping. I'm hoping we're going to have um, a bit of a preview of the finals, and we're going to try and do something. Have a try and get a couple of different voices onto the pod um, if we can uh, I'm putting some feelers out um, to see if we can get some different voices on just to review um, the first big BBL showcase final um, of this season um, to talk about it so oh, fingers crossed that that works out yeah absolutely we, as we gear up and get ready for the BBL and WBL
0: Cup finals we're excited about it the teams are ready where real systems go as we look forward to it make sure you reach out to us on twitter social media at riders bball uh, you can get to us we'll see it we'll respond are you team ted or team bfg let us know absolutely and we'll see you next time my name's greg i've been joined by mark this is the along for the ride podcast and that's our name